Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, whenever you get a chance to see our podcast or hear our podcast. It depends, since we will be on Facebook and we are on Facebook Live. Well, Jacqueline Mejias Fuertes, Regional Director of the Small Business Development Center, here again to talk about success. I know we've been on a little hiatus, and that's due to this summer, but fall is really right around the corner for us. Um, Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it is. And that being said, it's time for us to get back in the seat, get some more guests on our talk of success. So... You can see how the SBDC helps and also how our host institution helps as well. And today I'm honored to say that we have a guest, a friend, a colleague, um, Mm -hmm. Mr. Ed Johnson. I tend to refer to him as Mr. Johnson or Mr. Ed Johnson for whatever reason. Well, good morning and good afternoon (laughs) to you too. Exactly. (laughs) Well, Mr. Johnson actually is the Executive Director of Community Affairs and... No, I said it wrong. No, Governmental Affairs Affairs, and Community Relations at Brookdale. I thought I had a long title. Ed beat me on that one. (laughs) Along with that, Ed is actually a client of the SBDC as he Mm -hmm. opened up Ed Johnson AP, which stands for Ed Johnson Asbury Park. Because those of you who don't know Ed Johnson, he used to be the mayor of Asbury Park. And I believe he did that for over 12 years, right? Uh, Close to 15 years. Oh, there you go. So today, like I said, I have Ed Johnson with me and we're going to talk about not just the success at the SBDC, but also... At Brookdale, because we've had such a tremendous partnership um, with our host institution. I was telling Ed a little earlier today that I did a little research and I saw on our proclamation on the wall that actually we've been with Brookdale since 1977. Who knew? 42 years. (laughs) I kept on thinking it was only 40. I was cheating ourselves over two years. But enough about a little bit about the history of Brookdale and the NJSBDC. I want to turn the mic over to our guest today, and I want to say thank you for coming over and sitting with me today. I know some people are not around because, you know, Labor Day is around the corner, but it means it's time for us at the SBDC, as well as Brookdale, to really get ourselves together because school starts next week. We have a tremendous lineup coming up in the fall through the NJSBDC at Brookdale. So with that, welcome, and good morning or good afternoon, depending on when they're listening to this. Well, thank you. I'm very glad to be here today. And technically, well, first I want to wave because this is the first time I've done a webcast. So I'm very excited to be here. And technically, it's August. Okay, right. So it's still summer. So I'm glad to be here for the end of the summer at the Jersey Shore SBDC podcast. So thanks for having me. Yes. And as usual, we are here at Shared Universe Podcast Studio, which I can't thank this organization enough to help us, for helping us actually get our podcast off the ground and to do all the technical things behind it, because I know they have other podcasters that come in and do it themselves, but nope, no thank you. I've learned that there's certain things I like doing, other things (laughs) I will delegate, and this is one that I am delegating. And let me say, there's a lot going on. Here, I thought there would be someone holding a, a cell phone in the, you know, in front of us, just taping us. But this is a whole production going on that and you it, can't see. Absolutely, and it's a wonderful experience. That's what I tell my mm-hmm. guests. So, if any of you are watching and you're clients of the SBDC and you think you may want to be a guest on our podcast. Shoot me an email. You have my email. I know that for a fact. <laughs> but if you don't, you can use our center's email, which is <clears throat> MOSBDC at brookdalecc.edu. So with that, again, going back to 
Mr. Johnson here. Um, Mr. Johnson has been with Brookdale for a considerably long time as well. Yes. So why don't you share a little bit about your history and your background and... Well, I've been at, uh, I've had a great career at Brookdale. I was the director of the Long Branch Center in Long Branch, New Jersey for 12 years. Okay. And then a year ago, July 1st, I took on the position of director, executive director of governmental affairs and community relations uh, at Brookdale, moving to the main campus, Lincroft. So I'm really coordinating Brookdale's efforts with regard to governmental affairs, uh, our relationship with our legislators, our um, municipal leaders, county leaders, and then also community affairs, community events, outreach, and development. So it's really been an exciting year <laughs> that I finished and new year that I'm starting. And you've been doing a phenomenal job, I have to say. Um, Brookdale is back out there in the community, thanks to Ed Johnson and some of the programs that he's brought on board. Uh, we're happy to participate always with our host institution, bringing information to our community, our business community, and letting you know students are here, you know, at Brookdale. We're prepping our students for you, the business community, uh, to help your business grow. So a little bit, let's go back a little bit about the Ed Johnson AP. Let's talk about that a little bit. Well, Ed Johnson, Asbury Park, and uh, some, I get a little bit of flack about that. They're like, how can you take the town's name? And uh, I started out in Asbury Park. Um, I actually moved to Asbury Park in the late uh, 90s with my partner, Jeff Lundenberger. And uh, we were very excited, had a barbecue. And on the 4th of July, we rushed all of our guests through the barbecue, went down to the waterfront for the fireworks, and there were about 100 people. Now, this is 1998. Okay. So As Asbury Park, if you know Asbury Park in 1998, you know Asbury <laughs> Park. So we were just milling around with about 100 people. And I finally asked a police officer uh, when the fireworks were going to uh, kick off. And he said, there's no fireworks. So he couldn't answer why. And he said, there's a council meeting next Wednesday. So go ask the council. <clears throat> Pardon me. So I did. I went to the microphone at the council meeting. And the response I got was, the reason we don't have fireworks in Asbury Park is because we thought people might want to go to a better community to enjoy their holiday. Wow. So as a brand new property owner, tax-paying property <laughs> owner in Asbury Park, I was just... <laughs> flabbergasted. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I let that be known. Mm -hmm. So they immediately put me on a committee to shut me up. I was going to say vocal, Ed. Yes. Whoever knows Ed <laughs> knows vocal. That's not a problem. And then when I came to, I was holding the gavel as mayor. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little bit more to it than that. But I served as the chairman of the Urban Enterprise Zone here in New Jersey, which by the way is a, is a uh, great program. And Governor Murphy, please refund the UEZ program. Absolutely. It is one of the best and smartest programs state government has ever done. Mm -hmm. So that was my commercial. Okay. <laughs> uh, so chairman of the of the UEZ zone mm -hmm. and for Asbury Park. Uh, then I was appointed to fill an empty uh, spot on the council. And I was reelected to another term. Then I was elected to another term. And then I became mayor. <laughs> So all in all, I served in public service about 15 years in Asbury Park, from boarded up windows mm -hmm. to Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Which just happened this weekend, I in know. case you're not aware. So, you know, and, and everything in between, hurricanes, earthquakes, you name it. Okay. <laughs> well, fantastic. Thank you for sharing that information with us. And what drove you, okay, you gave us a little history mm -hmm. of 
at Johnson AP, but a Johnson AP is more than that now. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, now it's more of a consulting company, and this is where the SBDC came in, and we were able to assist Ed in creating his business and whenever he needed some assistance with tweaking the business in terms of marketing, using social media, I'm happy to say that we've been of service. Uh, well, you're putting it lightly. <laughs> they have been like a, a foundation and a push forward. Uh, so when I was serving in, in, in city government as we rebuilt uh, Asbury Park, I would get calls from Canada. I got calls from Europe, um, other mayors and other municipalities that, that were watching the work we did. And they wanted to know, well, how did you do that? How did you get the community involved? So, you know, as I made my decision to transition out of public service uh, and take a, you know, a breather, uh, I knew I wanted to start or to stay involved in civic engagement, in building communities from the ground up. Because that's what we did in Asbury Park, is we did a community, we built a city for the residents that lived there, which attracted many other people for a great place to vacation. So that sort of was the impetus to begin at Johnson AP and to bring people together first in dialogue, uh, civic, uh, I should say civil dialogue, <laughs> to yes. work together on common goals. Uh, one of the things I noticed in my, my career in, my, in public service is that we always started on the points we disagreed on. So we decided, what do we agree on? And it turned out there were three things we disagreed on, and there were 10 things we agreed on. Fantastic. So let's start okay. with the 10 things, and we build a city. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do in, at Johnson Asbury Park. I got involved with working with uh, municipalities from around the world. Uh, I'm also a member of the Global Parliament of Mayors uh, as an honorary member. And this past year, I was appointed as an ambassador uh, for the organization. And that is a organization, a collection of probably 100 mayors from around the world that come together to talk about civic engagement, solving problems, building cities, the everyday life that um, mayors mm -hmm. and civic leaders have to deal with. Uh, mayors don't have uh, uh, time to uh, cause problems or to ignore problems or to talk at 36,000 feet. Uh, you go shopping every week, and the they citizens know, know that, and they're waiting for you in the dairy section <laughs> with their card, and they will block your way, and you are not going anywhere until you answer my question. Mm -hmm. So that's it, it really came together with civic engagement. Mm -hmm. And the first, obviously the first uh, place that I wanted to stop was SBDC. Yeah. Because... Um, there's the, oh, I want to be a business person. Mm -hmm. I want to run my own business. It's going to be fun. It's going to be glamorous. And, you know, I'm going to... He's not telling you about all the heartaches that go behind <laughs> it. That's okay. We're now, here to soft that, soften that off for you a little bit. It's true. And, you know, mind, mind you, I've always been the person that showed up at 9 o'clock. The building was open. The lights were on. The bills were paid. Payroll was taken care of. Ma, the assignments were assigned, and I just sort of followed through. And then, oh, it's five o'clock. I'm going to go now. Everything. <laughs> someone <laughs> would close down the building. Happen that way when you're running your own business. <laughs> and I found out, and I found that out along the way. That was those are some of the challenges. Mm -hmm. Is that I was the person that first of all had to secure the building, 
and secure the the utilities mm-hmm. and figure out payroll and figure out billing. Um, I like to be the vision kind of person. Yeah. I don't like to do the billing kind of, you know, you need to pay me for my yes. services. Um, so that was a, that was quite a challenge for but me. It is wearing those multiple hats. Absolutely. Because as a business owner, those of you who are in business for yourself know for a fact you have to wear multiple hats. You know, your bookkeeper doesn't show in and you have to cut a check. Guess what? You're cutting a check. You're the bookkeeper for the day. You know, something has to go up marketing or you're putting a piece together, a direct mail piece. Well, the designer's not in. Oh, look, deadline. Oh, we're creating an ad to get it in the newspaper. <laughs> oh, look, deadline. And the person you're relying on, for whatever reason, life happens. They don't show up. <laughs> and guess who's doing that now? So that is the entrepreneur in all of us. You know, we're there. It's beyond taking a risk. It's looking at the challenge, overcoming those challenges, uh, because they do exist. As a small business owner, you always have to understand that it's not the glamorous part of it. It's the other side. And that other side is really what makes your business organization strong, not just the business, but yourself, because you are in part the business. All right. And and let me just add this, that the process that we went through, it was the, of course, I had the best idea in the world (laughs) and no one had ever done this idea before. And this is the way it's going to do. I had it all planned out and it was completely perfect. Uh, reminds me of my first research paper in college. <laughs> I'll tell you get it back. And then I went to go <laughs> to USVDC, who was like, well, let's let's review this. And which was a kind way of saying, let's go back to the drawing board. And it was very helpful. Um, I remember the what was very helpful is when you all connected me with a website mm-hmm. uh, reviewer to review the perfect website yeah. that I had created. And he ripped that thing apart. <laughs> oh, that's what I, we do is call a critique. But he made it a stronger uh, website. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, response I've gotten, the the hits I've gotten, the visits I've gotten. Same thing with social media. I was I thought I knew social media, and then I took a social media uh, users class for mm-hmm. business business owners uh, through SBDC, mm-hmm. and. I can remember that moment like a LinkedIn. I was like, oh, this is what LinkedIn's for. This is how. And then to see that just blossom because of the services Mm -hmm. and uh, all of the help and support that I received. So one of the things that Ed is definitely um, alluding to here is our confidential no-cost counseling which is what the SBDC is really known for. Education is one, but our no-cost counseling is the other. And the purpose behind that is really to create action behind it. It's not to shoot the breeze and sit down and talk about everything under the stars (laughs) and how you're going to make it happen. They get right down to it. (laughs) It's about a strategy that you can implement because what good is a strategy if you can't implement it? Um, Making sure you have the tools and the resources to get that strategy, well, not the strategy, your goal basically off the ground, whether it's creating your business, taking it to the next level. That's what the SBDC is all about. And we're always happy to know that we are assisting the small business community. One of the things that I did today for um, this podcast was I wanted to share a little bit about the history and some data that I have regarding the SBDC center. So first I mentioned we've been around our SBDC at Brookdale, 42 years. 
1977. I don't know why we were cheating ourselves thinking it was 98. <laughs> Congratulations. I know, thanks. <laughs> and then I took a look at our data because we are data-driven to some extent. This is how the programs come to be, mm-hmm. the information that we get from you, our clients, telling us what are the programs that we need to bring to you in order to help you with your business, making sure you succeed. So looking at our statistics, it turns out in the last four years, we helped 212 individuals start a business, right? In addition to that, we've contributed to over $18 million in capital infusion. And what that means is we either assisted a small business with obtaining a loan, um, looking for capital to get their business off the ground, that we strategize with them so they could figure out, how can I do this? How can I either make my business grow or... How do I start the business? Because we do both. I don't want anyone to think, oh, they're only for startups or they're for existing businesses. We're here for both. And I want you to visit our website whenever you get a chance, which is mosbdc.com. Everything for us is Mammoth Ocean Small Business Development Center. And it's because we cover both Mammoth and Ocean County. I do want to say Brookdale is our host institution. Ocean County College is our affiliate location, which means that we actually hold counseling sessions there as well as Hmm. present workshops there as well. So going back into my statistics, it turned out that we've helped over 4,000 thousand individuals have come through our doors in the last four years, whether it was through a program we had or the counseling session that they took advantage of. And on top of that, we provided over 3,300 hours of counseling services in the last four years. So that's that's pretty nifty. And I'm happy to say, I always say I'm honored uh, to be the regional director of this center. I took over the center uh, about seven years ago, and I made it a point that it was going to be innovative. We're going, we're going. I re- I should say we are in the fourth industrial revolution, and it's all about technology. And we have to do our job to make sure we're educating the business community wherever we can in terms of technology. And technology, I'm not talking about the internet. That was the third <laughs> revolution. We're not, t- you know, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the fourth. So moving forward with that. And then I was impressed to see that 70% of our clients who come through our doors are in business. So that's pretty amazing. That knowing is. that we are helping and we continue to do so and that that is our goal and our mission. And you know what? I run into businesses all of the time, well-established businesses that will tell me, oh, you're from Brookdale? I started out with SBDC there. Mm-hmm. They helped me to start my business. And <laughs> and it really was the, the foundation for some very successful, well-known businesses uh, here in the region. Absolutely. In our next podcast, you're going to hear from one of those special individuals. And not only did she st- come to our SBDC, but she actually started at Brookdale. <laughs> so it's it's nice. It's nice it's, for you to see how the SBDC works with the host institution and how we're here for the business community. That includes our students, for all of us who live in our in the community that Brookdale covers. And I mean, Brookdale has a huge footprint in Monmouth County, I'm happy to say. Brookdale is everywhere. 
So, and when we talk of success, there's a beautiful sign, and I wish I had taken a picture and brought it with me that says success. And it's right in the back um, area in Brookdale, right before you get to mm-hmm. the Student Life Center. And during graduation, people are always taking pictures. I like taking pictures of it just when it's open. And actually, I believe it's a bike rack. I never see a bike attached to it, <laughs> but it is about success. And with Brookdale, I truly believe Brookdale does help so many and become you know, successful. And you know, the best thing about Brookdale is that when you come to us, when you come to Brookdale, uh, whether it's a Lincroft campus or one of our five regional centers in Hazlitt and Long Branch, in Neptune and Wall or Freehold, it's about your interest and your success, about you finding sex, success at, at uh, Brookdale. It's not about a you know, a plan or, you know, we're trying to fit you in this cubbyhole mm-hmm. of what uh, today's definition of success is. We're always looking to students in terms of their full potential and helping to connect them with their success. And every year that changes. It's so interesting okay. when I see students come in uh, as a director of the Long Branch Center, you would see people walk into the front door and say to themselves, I probably can't get in school here. And I'm like, yes, you yes. can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Absolutely. then to watch that student cross the stage two or three years later, and then to go off and and to run into them and they're being successful in their own businesses. Mm -hmm. They're working for employers in the county and they're doing doing things in fields that even I never even dreamed of. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought I've seen it all. Yes, I know. We we both have. (laughs) We like to think that we have. (laughs) Not 100% sure that, but yes, there is. And the thing with Brookdale is, I mean, I think of the different pathways that are there for our students. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter whether you're coming in through the ESL program and then realizing once you've accomplished that, that you want to jump on to something else and get on the academic side or the non-credit side. They both offer credentials Mm -hmm. that if you really don't see yourself obtaining a full degree for whatever reason, whatever challenges you may have, we do have credential programs as well at Brookdale. I mean, one of the things I'm excited about is the cybersecurity program. Yes. I'm trying to get my son into that one. We'll see what happens. But that's <laughs> that, mom being excited. <laughs> I mean, think about it. That is the wave of the future. Mm-hmm. And let me just go back to what you were talking about in terms of the different programs we have, whether it's uh, certificate or academic degree programs. It's interesting to watch students enter the door and say, uh, they'll come in and say, I want a county. I know I'm going to do a county. They're successful. They graduate. They become accountants. Then there are students that come in and say, I want this major. I know I'm going to be a, I'm going into business administration. And then they come in and they realize they have a passion and a love for something else mm-hmm. that they discovered at Brookdale. And they completely go off course and find their path. So it's it's about fulfilling your your interests, fulfilling your dreams, but also about finding your dreams and finding that path. Because if you asked me, and I won't say year, <laughs> but it was last century. Okay. If you would ask me last century and showed me a picture of what we're talking about today and what yeah. I'm doing today, I'd be like, why would I be doing that? <laughs> exactly. You're like, no. I know last century I was running my own business. So this is different to some extent, but not so much because mm-hmm. I get to run a center. I actually run it as a small business um, mm-hmm. as well. You know, and I'm listening to what you're saying, Ed, and I'm thinking of my daughter who is a graduate from Rookdale, also a graduate from Rutgers. Between the two, 
She loved Brookdale over Rutgers. <laughs> uh, she, the relationship she had with her professors at Brookdale, totally different than those at Rutgers. <clears throat> but graduated okay. from Rutgers, did everything in time. Rutgers gave her the opportunity to study abroad. But once she did that and her focus was communication, she came back and said, I want to go into nursing. <laughs> I don't think, I think I want to go into the health field. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we said, well, let's test it first before you dive into the nursing program. And she went back through um, our continuing professional studies program and took a, pro- a PCT, patient care technician program. So she had her bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. And still recycled back, or I shouldn't say recycled, but returned um, back to Brookdale and completed this course, which is what she's doing now to really make sure that nursing is what she wants to do. So she's doing it at a different level. Thanks to Brookdale, she was able to get her certificate in order to do that. So interesting to see, you know. How success does start at Brookdale and mm-hmm. how success is different for everyone. It is. Our students, our business owners. So, And and it's exciting. I always tell students when they come to Brookdale, it's okay not to know what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're 57 years old <laughs> and don't know what you want, there's some issues. <laughs> but, I have but, to say, I think but, it's probably okay. like into my 30s to figure <laughs> out what I want. But, but that's okay <laughs> yeah. because uh, you need to get out there and you need to find what your passion is. And don't be confused. You always, uh, especially in the college selection process, everybody gets their letters. And mm-hmm. here you are wondering what you're going to do. That doesn't mean you don't know where you're going to go or what you're going to do. Or you see people graduate and they go off into careers at IBM mm-hmm. or, or in school systems. And you're wondering what you're going to do. That doesn't mean you're not being successful. It just means that you're following your passion and you're going to discover where your success is. And like I said, I would have never dreamed mm-hmm. we'd, I'd be doing this, but I love every single day. This is the profession where I get up sometimes at 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> to get to work. Um, but I jump out of bed every morning this to excitement. do this. Yes. Absolutely. And every day is different, let me mm-hmm. believe you. <laughs> Same thing with our center. <laughs> there is excitement. <laughs> sometimes it's challenging, but I think that's what inspires me to keep on doing more, trying new things, bringing new programs and the challenge behind it. As an entrepreneur, that excites me. You know, I... I definitely am a risk taker and I kind of put the center in that position as well into trying new things, which is ideal. So um, as we're moving along, Ed, well, we can really talk. But I think this is always the case when it comes to Ed Johnson and I. I have to admit, I was trying to figure out when was it that we actually met Ed. And I, all I can I'm, remember is that I, I was I tend to be Ed's plus one whenever his partner doesn't show up. So it's if you like, ever go to community events and awards dinners, you're going to see us. Right. Because I'm usually his plus one. Every now and then he becomes my plus one. But I was like, I can't remember because it's been. From I mean, the beginning, yeah. I think. Because I started in Long Branch Center in 2006. And um, had been out on the community circuit. Mm -hmm. And that's really a great part of both jobs was going out and going to different events and meeting people and getting to know different organizations and networking Mm -hmm. Um, and creating. You never really realize how many people you know until suddenly you every name you see, you know. Exactly. It surprises me Um, every now and then, uh, depending on the schedule. You know, we do try to get out. Um, Myself, my assistant director, we try to get out and make it to some business events. But sometimes it's a little challenging. And when I go to the awards dinner, I'm like, oh, my gosh, 
I know a lot of people. <laughs> I didn't realize. But then I said, well, mm-hmm. I've been with Brookdale. I'm working on my 13th year here at Brookdale. Prior to that, I had a business for over eight years, and I was involved mm-hmm. with the community back then as well. So easy to see how, you know, we form these relationships that are critical to the growth of our business community. Absolutely. And that's why I do what I do. I know that's why you do what you yes. do, Ed. And one of the things that um, we are in this program, I always like leaving individuals with different action items. But before we get to that, one of the things that I do want to bring to Talk of Success is the Did You Know section. And this session, we've decided we're going to focus on what's going on with Brookdale and their tuition-free college. Absolutely. I, I'm mm-hmm. very specific as to how I say that because some people say free college. And for those of you that don't know, I'm working on my dissertation and it has to do with entrepreneurship. Let me tell you, free college? No. <laughs> Tuition-free? Yes. There's a difference when you have free college, which means everything is covered. Um, Tuition-free is a little different, but it's extremely helpful. And I'm happy to say that in the state of New Jersey, thanks to Governor Murphy, um, they've created a program to help individuals get mm-hmm into community colleges, obtain their degree, and I would love for you to share more on that. Oh, definitely. Uh, This is the first leg of the uh, initiative that Governor Murphy had talked about during the Mm -hmm. campaign, and also as he took over as governor, the Community College Opportunity Grant Program, which is really free tuition community college at all 19 community colleges uh, in New Jersey. What it does is it covers the cost of tuition, last dollar tuition, for residents of New Jersey making $65,000 or under. So you file your FAFSA or your New Jersey uh, alternate financial aid form because these are state of New Jersey dollars. So you file your FAFSA or uh, alternate financial aid form. And then based on that, we see the awards, whether you get a Pell Grant, a TAG Grant, or some other funding. And then whatever gap is left, the CCOG program, the tuition-free community college, will fill. So that might be 100%, it might be 50%, it might be 25%. But it really helps students and and individuals who never thought that community college was within their budget um, to to access community college. We have a lot of people, it's estimated close to a million people in New Jersey. Did I just make that number up? You could have, but I'll go with you. It sounds good. uh, It's estimated that there are close to a million people that have some type of community college credit. So that means that they've attended community college and they stop for one reason or another. You know, life throws you all sorts of curveballs. Usually about life. And, um, and haven't come back, haven't finished their degree or have financial circumstances where, you know, you think about your daily budget that you have right now. Now let's add $3,000 on top of right. that. Uh, how possible is that? So this really opened the avenue to people that never considered community college as an, as a viable option because of the cost uh, or people who uh, have to return to community college and get their degree programs and finish that. Mm-hmm. And community college is a great place to start. Um, and I'll tell let's just be blunt about this. Mm-hmm. Um, out there on, you know, out on the street, people say, oh, why do I want to go to baby college? Why do I want to, why do I want to go to community college? It means I'm a failure and I couldn't get into the, the big, the real college. Well, you know, it's, it's very interesting when you look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, our uh, chairman, Tracy Abbey White, and our president, David Stout, gave wonderful graduation speeches this year. 
we had uh, about 1,800 students graduate Brookdale this past year. And, you know, you their general graduation speech is about world peace and mm-hmm. lofty goals, which we are all in favor of. So mm-hmm. let's get that. Of course. Let's get that out there. But they talked more directly to the students, that the students sitting in that room that attended community college and are going on to uh, four-year to uh, complete their okay. next two years mm-hmm. for the BA degree or BS degree saved about $25,000. I'm going to repeat that. You can save about $25,000 by starting at Brookdale, getting your AA degree, and then going on to one of our partnerships uh, with Rutgers or some of our other partners. And uh, Tracy Mm -hmm. gave this great speech about running into a young lady uh, in town. And she said, well, where are you going to go to college? She goes, oh, just Brookdale. And the name of her speech was Just Just Brookdale. Brookdale. At Just Brookdale, Mm -hmm. I saved $25,000. At Just Brookdale, I found my passion. At Just Brookdale, I made connections and networks. At Just Brookdale, I completed my first two years of college, and I am now working on my junior year in Rutgers, and I'm going to graduate with a degree that says Rutgers University on it. So when you think about community college, uh, think about all of the possibilities. You can grow right here where you're planted in Monmouth County. And I think that's what Brookdale has to offer, whether you come to our main campus or any of our regional campuses. It's close to you. It's affordable. It's in your neighborhood. And it provides opportunity. Some of the newest technology, like our cyber mm-hmm. uh, tech that you were talking mm-hmm. about, our nursing program, our entrepreneurship mm-hmm. program we're mm-hmm. going to talk about in Long Branch. So, right. uh, you know, yes, go to Harvard. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not stopping you. Yes, if you, if you want to. <laughs> And if you can afford that, but at the end of the day, a lot of parents and a lot of students are asking themselves, after four years of college, where am I going to end up? What am I going to be doing? Am I going to be a marketable employee? Can I get a job? Can I, because I, when I finished my master's degree, I had to come home and live with my dad for a year, <laughs> which was a great experience. But after being on my own that entire time, I was 24, 25 years old. And I was like, oh. <laughs> back home again? <laughs> I know. And now every time I get my monthly bills, I think, can I move back in? <laughs> Is that an option? <laughs> I know. Well, no, I mean, you hit on key points regarding Brookdale. I remember when my daughter decided to go to Brookdale. I have to say, my daughter, Dean's List student, um, Coming out of high school, we went to visit colleges. She got accepted into every college she applied for. And then she turned around and told me, you know what, Mom? I'm not ready to leave home. I'm good. I'm going to Brookdale. I was like, okay, that works. And her experience at Brookdale spoke volumes to her simply because the classes were smaller. She was able to get pretty Uh um, close with her professors and the faculty. They were there to assist her. And then when she went off to Rutgers, she saw the difference. And she felt at Rutgers, wonderful state school. But she was like, I feel like I'm lost. It's a sea. I'm a little fish. I'm lost. At Mm -hmm. Brookdale, everyone knew me. The big fish in the small pond. Exactly. So she felt that. And she said, and honestly, mom, she goes, I'm looking at my friends and half of them are coming back home after a first semester because it didn't work out for them. And she's very financially conscious. 
thanks to her mom. <laughs> so she was like, I don't think I want to spend that kind of money, nor do I want you to spend that kind of money. She had bigger thoughts living in Italy. So <laughs> she knew what she was doing in that respect. But yes, going to Brookdale, Brookdale is accessible to everyone. One of the points that I do want to highlight is that age. Some individuals think, well, I'm too old. I won't qualify for this grant. Well, age has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. The fact is, as long as you don't have a degree, you have may or may not have college credits, mm -hmm. you can attend Brookdale. Absolutely. If you're a resident of Monmouth County, mm -hmm. and like you said, you don't ha already have a degree, uh, you make $65,000 or under, um, come and see us. Uh, school begins September 5th. There's still time. You can come in to any of our sites. Mm -hmm. You can walk in and someone will sit down with you to fill out the FAFSA and the Jersey Alton financial aid. So, um, and another point I wanted to raise, mm -hmm. you're absolutely right about college is not about age. Uh, I'm also an adjunct. I teach uh, both at Rutgers and Brookdale uh, Community College, and I teach political science. And when oh, I no walk figure. in, no, really? I know. <laughs> I know, surprise. It's like me with marketing. I teach marketing and entrepreneurship. What a shocker. So you know <laughs> that when you walk into that classroom and you have a classroom of the traditional high school graduates mm -hmm. that have just come out of high school, and then you have uh, some older adults who are coming back to school, you have some uh, students that are already in school, but you have this mixture of of richness in that classroom that Absolutely. really adds the discussion, that adds the experience. When you talk about subject, there's someone who can say, well, I worked in that field, or I, I was an intern in mm -hmm. that field. Uh, I've had this experience in that field. So it really does add to it the does. overall learning experience. And I have to agree with you 100% because I always, when I stand up there, you know, first day and I'm talking to the students and I let them know if you have an experience, no matter what age you are, and it relates to our subject, please share. You know, we're lifelong learners, mm -hmm. you know, in the world that we live in, we're always looking to upskill <clears throat> ourselves, gain knowledge in order for us to be successful. Right? It, and yeah. it's true because I have to tell you, I did not start learning till I taught. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> so something? You really? Uh, and, you know, I, I got a bachelor's and master's degree. But uh, the day I really started learning is when I taught and I engaged the students. And it really is a two-way relationship. So you're absolutely right. Right. So it is. I mean, so... As I'm looking here, and I, I told Ed, I said, you know, we're trying to do a half an hour podcast, but it's already 42 minutes in. Who are we kidding? Um, <laughs> we just get engaged. Am I right or am I wrong? I'm looking at the time. It says 1042, but no. Oh, don't pay sorry. So that that I'm not paying attention to that time. You can't get rid of us. Because <laughs> we'll keep on going. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. Right, so we're doing good. Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that I do want to start sharing with you, I started by saying that we're going into fall and that it's going, no, it's still summer. It's still summer. And he's absolutely right. But fall is around the corner. <laughs> and that being the case, there's a few things that I do want to bring to your attention. I want to make sure you put some save the dates out there. Uh, for some serious upcoming events. And some great ones, too. Uh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So the one that I want to start with is coming up in September. It's our procurement event. It's called Finding Your Government Buyer. And this is for anyone who is in business more than two years and you're thinking about doing uh, work with the government. It's called procurement. And we want to make sure that you have 
the right credentials that you're registered in all the right databases in order to put in a bid and to see if you could acquire some government work. Because one of the things Mm -hmm. that you have to understand is that our federal government is the largest consumer of products and services in the world. So whether you're printing, whether you have a service, you never know if the government can use your services. And remember, our government is always looking towards the private sector mm-hmm. to fulfill some of these jobs. They're not looking to and create me, the jobs inside. Go ahead. And let me add, on all levels of government, mm-hmm. on the municipal level, on our county level, our state government and federal government, um, working with the private sector um, for innovation, mm-hmm. for efficiency, um, and to help our taxpayers, and being a taxpayer, um, I understand when I get that bill, as much as I want so many services and, and so much to happen in my community, I also understand that money has to come from somewhere. So being a business connected to uh, government on any level, there is so much opportunity. I think what you're talking about, uh, the services that you're, you're talking about, will really help you get connected into the certification, the registration, Absolutely. so that when they pull out that list of people who can bid on these projects, your name appears. Exactly. And helping you understand the whole process in mm-hmm. itself. So that event is actually taking place on September 18th at Brookdale Community College. There is a slight fee for that, but you have to register. You could visit our website at mosbdc.com for more information. And it's going to run from one to four. It's a hands-on type of workshop. So we want you to come in with your laptop or your device, whatever it may be. It could Bring be your tablet. technology. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that we connect you in the right places, show you where you need to go, get you started on the different applications if you haven't done so already. So it's one, it's going to run from one to four. It's at a good pace, but also always understanding that we provide additional counseling at no cost to you. So once you go through the workshop, if you get hung up within that workshop, no, you still can schedule an appointment with us at the SBDC at Brookdale. And we will make sure that you meet with one of our procurement specialists so we can move you along the line and help you gain a business with the government. Because for some, it could be what you need to maintain your success or to get you to the next level, which is what we're always looking for. We're always looking to make sure that you have a solid foundation and you're sustainable. Mm-hmm. Right. Another event that will be coming up, which is one of our favorites, is our Women Entrepreneur Rock. That's October 21st at the Stone Pony. Um, this will be our sixth year. We are so excited over it. I know I am. I know Ed is. That Even is though he fantastic. hasn't come, but he's coming I, this I keep year. asking her, when are the men going to rock? <laughs> <laughs> but this well, is, what this can is, I say? <laughs> no, this is a fantastic event mm-hmm. that is... It is so well known and everyone looks forward to it every Mm -hmm. year. Uh, It is fantastic. And if you have not, go on the site and look at the video. Absolutely. Um, I teased her about the video last year because (laughs) I'm like, you look great. The video's fantastic. I'm like, when can I sign up for this event? I, <laughs> I mean, it really is a great event. It is. And it get, you get to see what it's all about. So if you haven't attended our Women Entrepreneurs Rock, make sure, save the date, October 21st. It's an evening event. It is a Monday. It actually uh, it occurs during International Women Entrepreneurs Week. Mm-hmm. And we are one of the few institutions here in New Jersey that's actually doing something regarding International Women's Entrepreneurship Week. Yep. So we are known for that. And you can find that find that and, information on us. And, and what's well? the name of that place where it's been the past couple of years? Oh, 
Is that the stone pony? Oh, and you talk about rocking. <laughs> right. And no one rocks better than Caroline O'Toole. That's right. Oh, so, thanks to Caroline, geez. because without her <laughs> and Pasqualina, who yes. helps get us off the ground, who works for Madison Marquette. Those are two dynamic, um, fantastic Absolutely. Talk about some women entrepreneurs who really... Um, were inspirational in helping us get this going. And to say that it's going on in 60 year is truly amazing. And we have a wonderful keynote speaker. Um, we have our humanitarian um, badassery award is going to be given out that day as well. Um, so, and I can say her name is Donna Lynn Gietry. So for those of you who know Donna Lynn, you know how much she volunteers and she gives and she has her own business as well. And she happens to be one of our consultants. What can I say? You know, <laughs> we tend to do it all at the Small Business Development Center. So again, October 21st, it starts at six in the evening. Uh, you could Go on to our website. I believe we have something up already for it. So you could actually start registering now if you're interested in sponsoring or being part of in any way in our sponsorship package. Uh, give us a call. We'll have that information up on the womenentrepreneursrock.com website shortly, but you could definitely reach out to us. Do not miss this event. I'm telling you, Absolutely. you have not rocked <laughs> until you have rocked with the SBDC and went to women entrepreneurs. Yes. And usually we are actually have to close out our list and that it turns into a waiting list. We have it open for about 550 and believe it or not, you know, enough people registered that we always have to close it off at the end. So make sure you get in there, but Get your tickets only if you plan on attending. If not, remember, this is a free event. Um, the networking is amazing. The panelists that you're going to hear are tremendous in what they've done, the challenges that they've gone through, but how they've overcome it is the uh, wonderful part of it and listening to them. My best part is that I get to talk just a little, but I get to sit down and listen to what all the panelists have to say, which to me is always the plus. In the past, I've been asked, why aren't you the MC? I said, because then I don't get to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, no, that's okay. I, you know, like to introduce people and then I'm off to the side listening to the wonderful guests. So also in October, I'm happy to say that we are kicking off a Long Branch Accelerator event. Yes. And what we are so excited about, Ed Johnson and I and a couple of others um, from Long Branch have collaborated in bringing this accelerator program to Long Branch. And it's actually a pitch competition, this mm -hmm. particular event. And it is in October. We will be giving you the specific date and time and place where we're going to be holding the event. And it's anyone who has an idea who lives in Long Branch or surrounding area in Long Branch, we want you to come out and pitch your idea to us. You pitch your idea to us. If you are one of the 10 lucky finalists, you end up going through our ECP program along with getting a list of other things that you are going to enjoy using in order to get your business off the ground. So different aspects of it. And, and can yeah, I just add, absolutely. Get, dust that idea off. Because if you have an idea, if you're a new entrepreneur or a wannabe entrepreneur or an existing entrepreneur, this is the chance. Uh, I can remember how many years I sat back thinking about Ed Johnson. Well, I didn't have the name for Ed Johnson AP, <laughs> but I thought this is what I want to do. And, and to sort of get that, the nerve and mm -hmm. the guts to stand up and do this, I'm really glad I did. And this is an opportunity that not only do you get a chance to get up and pitch your idea 
Um, but then you have the chance to participate in the ECP program, which mm-hmm. is an outstanding business development program. Uh, and who knows where that's going to lead? So Absolutely. it's a collaboration between the city of Long Branch, right. mm-hmm. between Brookdale Community College, mm-hmm. SBDC, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a host of community members that are really going to make this a, a opportunity for a young, well, any entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And the speakers, the guest speakers that we're going to have in the program, the mentors that are going to help within the program are amazing individuals all in their own right, their own specialties. So the amount of information that you're going to receive, it's really going to help you in terms of educating you, helping you make the right decisions, looking to see, okay, how far can I go with this business and where do I see this business going? So definitely just remember that the Long Branch Accelerator kickoff event, it's going to occur in October, probably looking about uh, second to third week in October, but I will finalize the Day, hopefully by tomorrow. So there'll be information on our website on that as well. And then in November, during Veterans Week, we will be having a veterans event at Brookdale Community College. So that as well, information to follow. And then ending the year, rounding off, I mean, like I said, full schedule for um, the SBDC this fall. And mm-hmm. that doesn't even include the regular classes that we give and the regular workshops that we give. In December, we will be having our Success Award Luncheon. Um, I am honored to say that our Success Award winner this year is actually Marilyn Schlossback. Oh, from, boy. Yes, Marilyn's Katie Group. She owns Langosta Lounge. Marilyn mm-hmm. is such a pillar in the community. Uh, she's always so concerned about making sure that everyone eats. She runs these incredible restaurants. She's done some fabulous, fabulous nonprofits that she's getting off the ground. So who better than her to receive our success award? And you know, again, can I just say anytime that I'm feeling overwhelmed or I think I'm busy, I think no, of Marilyn. Talk to Marilyn. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I talk to her and I'm like, I don't know how she does it. <laughs> Basically, I'm doing nothing. <laughs> so yeah. no, she's really fantastic. Yeah. And her heart, I, I just have to say this, Marilyn's love for uh, what she does mm-hmm. in her business, her love for community, and her love to sort of help others. Uh, reach their dreams Mm -hmm. and to connect them with opportunities is is just extraordinary. I've never seen anyone like that before. So she obviously, she's one of my idols Mm -hmm. and I enjoy working with her. It's, you know, like they say, your community is really who you surround yourself with. And these individuals inspire you to do more. And as with Ed, as with Marilyn, as with Donna Lynn, um, these are individuals that I surround myself with because as much as I may think I'm doing something, I look at them and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to step it up a beat, you know? We just make it look easy. (laughs) So individuals that truly love giving back to the community. And I have to say, just going back to our Women Entrepreneurs Rock this year, we always pick a topic and this the topic for this year is women giving back. Women and philanthropy. Well, there because you go. women entrepreneurs, I mean, I, I look at those that I have surrounded myself with, and they are some incredible entrepreneurs and the way they give back. So just wanted to add that on. So that's in December. So like I said, we have something in September, several things in October. We have November. We have December. And then we'll be like, okay, 
we're That's done. Time to <laughs> we're done. We're so, going to lay down for the holidays. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, the wonderful thing of our podcast is we were on hiatus, but we will be coming back. We're trying to make it a weekly event moving forward, except for next week. Um, because, yes, I'm at conference, national conference. <laughs> Happy to say presenting on actually the Women's Rock event to our national organization, the mm-hmm. SBDC. So looking forward to that. But then when we come back, you'll see our special guest that I alluded to that went to Brookdale, um, graduated from Brookdale, graduated from Monmouth University, came back to the SBDC, was actually one of our success award winners years ago and runs a successful business and has been doing it for years. So this is where I want you to remember that the SBDC is not just about starting a business. It's about helping you get to the next stage of your business. That's where we know we've done the right thing, that we, first of all, making sure that you're starting a solid business. So we have to educate you. We want to make sure you make the right decisions. You know, like Ed said before, the shocker of, <laughs> oh, wait, this is not all glamorous. I have to do work. The lights right? go away. You the ribbon. You go. You're stuck with that ribbon that's been cut. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it goes beyond that. And where I would love to say that all businesses will always flourish um, if they use the SBDC. The reality is that that's not true, but businesses that do come through the SBDC have a higher chance of success mm-hmm. than those that don't. Well, you you help to ground, and that's mm-hmm. what I, as I said, I, I love the vision piece. Yes. So I'm always at 36,000 feet, <laughs> and the SBDC grabs you by the ankle and pulls you back down to the ground because, you know, as you said, you know, helping you to meet those goals or, or going to that next stage. I think one of the things that, that you helped me understand was I always looked at the next stage as the final stage. Mm -hmm. There is no final stage. (laughs) And you get to that next stage, and then you can look up, and there's another step. (laughs) It's okay to take a breather, but you have to start planning for that next step. And with the resources that you all provide, Mm -hmm. um, this would not have been possible uh, without you. And I know many thousands of people across Monmouth County feel the same way. Well, thank you for that, Ed. I actually paid him to say that. No, I I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just in case. So with that, we are coming to a close. Like I said, you won't see us next week, but following week after that, and we pretty much scheduled on Wednesday mornings, 10 o'clock, come back and see us. Like I said, if you are listening to us now, great. But if you will listen to us a little later, this podcast was full of so much great information. And remember, if you are thinking of going back to school, it doesn't matter your age. You know, non-traditional students, yes, we accept you at Brookdale. Come on back. Come on back. You know, you have a few credits in, you want to complete that, and maybe it's just to complete it for yourself. You know, some of us do it because we need to um, upskill ourselves for current employment. I talked about the fourth industrial revolution. It's all about technology. How are your skills with that? You want to make sure you maintain your employability. Um, Also, in terms of the workforce, in Monmouth County, part of our job is to make sure we are producing um, a community of individuals who can fulfill that workforce. So, you know, we have 
I don't want to say challenges, but they are. But that's okay because that's, that helps us grow. Yes. Yeah, it, it helps Absolutely. us grow. So with that, Ed, I want to thank you, Ed, for well, it's coming my pleasure. out. And uh, I hope you enjoyed yourself. It was Ed's first podcast. And <laughs> I would just like to say some parting words. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. Thank you very much for having me for the end of the summer <laughs> session here. And, and also, uh, I just wanted to, to uh, reiterate what you said, that <clears throat> come on out. Uh, you never know what you can accomplish. And I think the best quote I ever heard in all of our work with Brookdale and talking with people about taking advantage of the different opportunities, whether we're talking about entrepreneurship, credit programs, or academic programs, you can't finish until you start. And I know taking that very first step, and I've done that many times in in life, uh, can be difficult. But once you take that first step, there is so much help. There is so much support. There is a whole system here to wrap their arms around you and help you get to the success that is your dream. Absolutely. And for us, because education is so critical to the growth and the success of your business, that's why we're hosted at a higher education um, institution. And we're truly grateful for Brookdale for being in a relationship with us for 42 years and moving forward with that. Uh, It's been a tremendous, I have to say, I've been, like I said, 12 years with Brookdale going on 13 amazing and the things that we're able to do for the business community please if there's anything that you feel that we can do to help you with your business we're here to do just that so with that once again thank you ed my pleasure and wait for us not next week but for the following (laughs) week we will be back with a special guest um definitely very interesting. It'll be wonderful. Uh, so do take the time to come and listen to us at a talk of success because we're here to make sure you are a success. So thank you.